Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day six of our Making Space for What Truly Matters devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the, in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and I'm also... <laughs> I'm also going to confess to you all that I am out of breath. Those stairs took it out of me. If you all struggle with stairs like I do, oh my word. (laughs) Y'all, he has a dad hat on and a mustache. It's a vibe. I'm here for it. Anyways, uh, the scripture is Matthew chapter 6 verses 16 through 18. And they say this. And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled so that people will will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward you will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face. Then no one will notice that you are fasting except your father who knows what you do in private. And your father who sees everything will reward you. The devotional is on the spiritual habit of fasting. And it says this, when you think of fasting, what comes to mind? Maybe you envision people willingly starving themselves. Maybe you picture a monk living off of day bread. Or maybe you're someone who prefers not to think about fasting ever. (laughs) Jesus spent 40 days in the wilderness fasting. And based on his conversations with his disciples, fasting was a practice he assumed they would practice as well. But intentionally creating space in our lives to hear God by removing things that give us immediate satisfaction can feel uncomfortable, especially when our world glorifies pleasure. Mm. Here are three reasons why fasting matters. First, fasting starves what is stopping us from experiencing God's presence. It forces us to pay attention to the parts of our lives that we try to drown out through late night binges and social media scrolls. And in the process, it teaches us to rely on Jesus to meet our needs. Two, fasting invites us to give up something we love to make space Mm. for something we love even more. That's good. Although giving up something you love, like food, may feel difficult and uncomfortable, It is actually an opportunity to experience great joy because true joy is only found when our strength comes from Jesus. Last but not least, fasting often comes before breakthrough. Moses fasted for 40 days while receiving the Ten Commandments. Daniel fasted for three weeks and then received a vision. And Jesus fasted for 40 days and then overcame the devil's temptations. In each of these cases, God provided clarity, strength, and breakthrough on the other side of faithful sacrifice. Yeah, this is so good. I especially love those three points that they pointed out because I feel like sometimes fasting can almost feel like a form of manipulation. Mm -hmm. And so I sometimes feel like I've avoided fasting because I feel like I'm trying to manipulate God versus get into his presence. And so I'm just going to reiterate those. I thought they were so powerful. Fasting starves what is stopping us from experiencing God's presence. Like literally you can fast anything. Tori and I have friends that fast their phones on Saturdays Mm -hmm. and there's so many things like uh, the point of it is, are there things that are keeping you from experiencing God's presence? And if there are, consider eliminating that from your life for a period of time. 
And then fasting invites us to give up something we love to make something or to make up to make space for something that we love even more. I love that one because we have to not make an enemy of our phones or our yeah. food or anything. These are not the enemy, yeah. but we have to remember what's truly better, and that's spending time at Jesus' feet. Mm-hmm. And then the last one that I want to focus in on, which is the one that I had never really given weightiness to it, appropriate thought, I guess, which is fasting often comes before breakthrough. One of the first sermons I had ever heard was the story of Nehemiah whenever he got word that his hometown had been like, I guess, attacked and burned down. One of the first things he did was he cried, mourned, and fasted and prayed for several days. And as someone who I was, wasn't even a believer yet, I was like, what do you mean you fasted? And then when I looked up to see what it meant, I'm like, why did he do that? Mm -hmm. But now that I'm coming really into my faith, I'm starting to realize the power of what it means to really press into the presence. Because mm-hmm. the more that we're leaning on things of this world, the less that we're leaning into Christ. Yeah. And in that moment of extreme hardship, he He said, I want to strip away everything and only lean into Christ. So every right. time I'm hungry, every time I need something, I'm only going to press into him because yeah. that's where the breakthrough will come from, not from just kind of self-medicating with things of the world. Yeah, that's so good. And I just want to encourage our listeners because I feel like in so many different seasons of your life, you're waiting for breakthrough, right? You're waiting for that answer from God. You're waiting for the next step or some direction, et cetera. And maybe you're listening right now and you're like, I have no idea. Like, I really have no idea. Take this as like your little signal to do a 24 hour something. It doesn't even have to be like this huge, like I'm not going to eat anything and I'm just going to have water. Like choose one thing. I I have done coffee before because I love coffee. It is like my little warm hug in the morning. And I really like operate on caffeine, especially because lack of sleep. And it was really hard for me to fast coffee. And so if there's something like that or fasting social media, just something that you feel like, man, I would really feel it if this was not a part of my day, do that. Like, don't make it this huge thing because I think that I've done that a lot of times where I'm like, man, I don't want to fast because it feels like, you know, that's going to be really hard and like this big just like ordeal ordeal. And it's like, the Lord isn't asking for you to fast to, to make yourself miserable. He's asking you to fast so that you can experience more of him and that it draws you into his presence. And so just making sure that like, you're not doing it out of religion. You're not doing it to like, just like the Devo was saying, like these Pharisees would do it and make themselves look disheveled and like, look at me fasting. How holy am I? It's like, no, I'm going to remove something from my life for a day, for a week, for a month, whatever you feel called to do. And every time I think about that thing that I've removed, instead, I'm going to refocus my mind on Christ. I'm going to bring that question that I've been struggling to him. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to say, Lord, what do you want to speak into this right now? So every time I think about the thing that's been removed instead, it's just like that. Oh, that's my little like red flag or whatever is okay. That thought redirect it to the Lord. Let me sit in his presence and press in. Yeah. I think that's one of the most important things we have to take away is that Mm -hmm. if you're going to, if you're going to metaphorically fast coffee, Mm -hmm. don't buy an energy drink, right? Don't move on to a different thing. You need, you need to go to Christ. Yeah. Want to pray sign out? I do. Dear heavenly father, Lord, would you just convict us in the way of fasting Lord? Um, 
for those of us that feel like fasting feels overwhelming or it feels more quote unquote religious, would you remind us that this is what Jesus did, that this is what so many people in the Bible did when they wanted to experience breakthrough, when they wanted to hear from you, when they needed you to show up, God. So for all of us that need you to show up every single day in our lives, would you show us what we're supposed to lay down in order to press into you? Lord, we love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Au revoir.